We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It's August 18th. It is 2023. We have 12 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? I am good, my brother. Glad to come on. It's another day, another dollar. And uh, it's, it's almost football season. I saw, um, as an aside, before we get going, because I know we got a big slate, I uh, hopped in the FanDuel lobby and saw they've got the $5 Millie Maker going on. And so I've I've told myself I'm going to take a couple stabs at it to start the season. I'm going to max it out. And so uh, that those are my plans. And I hope to uh, take it down week one and uh, then I, I won't participate in it anymore the rest of the year. They will not get, get any of those profits. <laughs> um yeah that'd be that'd be crazy hit it week <laughs> one and then <laughs> don't play on the rest of the year yeah uh, that that would be that'd be somewhat wild but yeah i mean um overall it's a very interesting slate today we have some high-end pitching we got strider against san francisco um you know as far as high-end pitching is concerned Lopez against Minnesota. Um, I mean, a few spots that we're definitely going to break down and talk about here on today's podcast. But yeah, football season right around the corner, man. Um, it, it's coming up quick. I mean, I feel like this is like the most prepared for football season I've been in years because like we have been talking, we've been talking football on Sirius XM um, for like a month and a half. So um, yeah. I'm very very prepared for football this year. I've way yeah. too much best ball invested, but um, yeah, definitely ready for you know where we're at. But let's get into 12 games. Uh, if you're looking at the slate and you're like, hey, it says 13 games, Detroit, Cleveland, uh, double header. I know DraftKings for certain has taken it off. Yeah. I assume FanDuel will do the same thing. So we're going to talk 12 games here and get rolling with um. Boston and New York, usually this time of year, man, Boston, New York is like, hey, who's going to win the division? Um, it's not like, hey, who's going to finish last in the division? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, hey, that's where we're at. So we got Bayo against Brito facing off against each other. No total in this one. Um, it's more of because the Yankees just announced that it's going to be like a bullpen type of game. Brito getting some, the bulk relief work. Um, so, uh, any interest here in Brian Bale? Well, I, I don't. I don't think so, Stevie. Like, so but the, the strikeout upside hasn't been there. Now I'm saying that after Charlie Morton just can't hit the fountain of youth against the Yankees, but I think at 8500, I think Bale's going to sit on the shelf. Um, he's got enough leash. To be honest with you, it's it's not the leash I'm concerned about. It's the it's is the strikeout upside going to be there, and is he not going to give up the runs? I don't feel like at this stage in the season he's 
hitting 25 to 30 fantasy points here unless the Yankees roll out a triple A or a double A lineup or something like that. So I think Bayo sits on the shelf for me today. Yeah, I mean, the strikeouts have dipped uh, big time just in general. So um, looking at and, and like I was looking at like some of his stats and stuff and I can't really figure out like what has happened with the strikeout stuff. Um, I mean, his pitch mix very close. Um, I mean, beginning of the year, he wasn't really using his cutter much and he, he really hasn't even been using it much lately. So um, something's just not right with Bayo right now. But yeah, man, Charlie Morton. <laughs> oh man, um, that didn't work out. But yeah, I I don't think I will get to Bayo on this slate. I think I'm I'm thinking with you there. Uh, going to the other side of this game, like I said, it sounds like a bullpen type of game here for the Yankees. Uh, Brito is fifty eight hundred. The Red Sox are definitely a lot better against right-handed pitching than they are against left-handed pitching. I just, I know he's cheap at 5,800. He's just not a high strikeout guy. He's been striking out more, working kind of out of the bullpen, throwing a couple innings, but this is a game they're going to want him to go out and throw 65 to 75 pitches. I don't know if he necessarily has the ceiling that we're looking for on a 12-game slate. Looking at the bats here on the Boston side of this game, you know, when we're looking at right-handed pitching against Boston, interested in Justin Turner, um, interested in Rafael Devers. Um, Adam Duvall is very playable. Verdugo. Cassis has been hitting right-handed pitching a lot better here recently. So um, I, I think the Red Sox are are somewhat interesting, knowing that we're going to get a bulk work from Brito, but it's still like a bullpen type of game. So I don't... I don't necessarily hate them, but I don't necessarily love them. I like the lefties in Yankee Stadium. Uh, Will, really quick, did you have any interest in Brito, and what are your thoughts on the Red Sox bats? No, I don't have any interest in Brito. Uh, the Red Sox bats, Stevie, they've been my kryptonite this season. Like, I have not been able to get them right. They've been I mean, their own kryptonite this year, so. Don't yeah, worry. it's just, it's been so rough. Uh, I feel like when I don't get on the train, they are uh, – they're scoring a ton of runs, and when I'm on the train against a bad pitcher, they just don't get there. But you just have to keep firing those bullets away. I do like them. Um, I know Turner had the day off earlier, so I'm assuming he'll be back for this one uh, at 4,600. I, I still think he's in play. Very reasonable price. Devers, Verdugo, uh, Yoshida. Yoshida struck out two times today against Patrick Corbin. That, that tells you how bad it was for me today. Uh, guy that barely strikes out, struck out twice against Patrick Corbin, just, man. Um, but all in all, I, you just have to go right back to the well. This team should be able to uh, score a few runs in Yankee Stadium. Yankees bats, any interest here in the Yankees against Bayo? I think just in terms of a stack, like, once again, I, Bayo hasn't really gotten blown up. That's the thing, Steve. Like, he's really not – it, it, the blow-ups have kind of been far few and in between, in, in my opinion. Like – you know, there have been some games he's given up a couple, but, you know, and everybody's going to give up five or six every once in a while. But I don't know, unless he just has a meltdown, I don't think he gives up more than three. So I I'm, I don't mind one-offs from the Yankees, but I don't want to stack them. Yeah, I mean, so Bayo is a huge ground ball guy. you got to target fly ball hitters against him. So Judge um, is obviously a fly ball hitter. He's very much in play in this spot. Um, the other one that like you may or may not know about that hits the ball up in the air a lot in this lineup is Billy McKinney. So if he were to crack the lineup, he'd be one of those like cheaper value savers at 2.4 K that has some home run upside in this matchup. So um, Billy McKinney, someone I had written down on my sheet uh, with his fly ball tendencies. So, yeah, especially being in Yankee stadium too, which is always nice. So, Oh yeah. Uh, Philadelphia at Washington is where we go next. Nine total. Philly's a 185 favorite. Uh, Lorenzen against Autumn facing off against each other here. Um, Lorenzen's 9,200. Great matchup going up against Washington. Just put up 41 fantasy points against this team um, in the no-hitter that he threw against them. What are your thoughts here on Lorenzen? Coming back facing the team he just threw a no-hitter against, um, can he extend it 18 straight innings of not giving up a hit against Washington? 
I doubt it. Um, the the thing, odds are not in his favor. No. Uh, the thing about Lorenzen, he's I think he's too expensive now. He's ninety two hundred. So 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 here's what I will say. It's not like he's a strikeout guy anyway. So you know, with Washington, typically I just you know they're going to limit strikeouts. As you can see, he picked up five strikeouts in nine innings. Um, but he has been a guy that's been able to limit the damage. So that does come to fruition for us. I think that's a little bit too expensive for 9,200 in my blood. Like basically we're playing the Babbitt game with him again, because it's not going to be, he's not going to hit the upside because of the massive strikeouts. He's going to hit it because he goes deep into the game. So it's possible he goes deep again, but I, I don't see it. I think they have given him a sufficient uh, amount of time off, right? Like, it's not like he came back and pitched on the uh, 15th. I think it's would have been his next start, 14th or 15th. They gave him a couple extra days. So I'm not really worried about whether or not he's going to pitch in the game and be fine. It's really more about the upside. Uh, at 9,200, I think I'm going to pass. Yeah, Philly's been using like a six-man rotation anyway. So it yeah. was very easy to kind of give him eight days instead of five or six days. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the pricing that you pointed out is the thing that obviously I'm the most concerned about. Lorenz is not a huge strikeout guy. His strikeout rate on the season is like 19.4%. Yeah. Um, his upside is there's not a lot of power in this lineup. And, I mean, he can go out and throw seven or eight clean innings against them. Um pick up a win score 25 plus is that enough maybe um problem with him being like 92 is i think strider his ceiling's just incredibly high on this slate so you know i'm trying to find someone a little cheaper to pair with strider on like my main build here so i, I think like if you're not playing strider i think lorenzen is in play yeah um add on on the other side of this game any interest here? Um, left last game with just like leg cramps. Um, yeah, that burned me too. Oof. Yeah, any interest in him in this spot? No, I'm, I'm going to let him sit on the shelf against Philly. Philly's not a team that I've been afraid of, but they're definitely better than the Oakland team he just faced. Um, and at 6,300, um, I, I don't, I don't think he has enough upside as well. Um, so I'm, I'm going to pass. Yeah, I mean, overall, um, I mean, he grades out interesting as like a strikeout guy, but he gives up a ton of hard contact and a ton of fly balls. Like he has some some regression coming to some of these numbers. Um, so I don't I mean, you look at the lineup and you're definitely worried about like who he has to face here. Schwarber, Harper, Castellanos, um, Turner, Bomb, Boom. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, overall, I don't think I want to play him here. I have um, some slight interest in the Philadelphia stack in this spot, though. Yeah, absolutely. I think you named them. Schwarber, Castellanos, uh, Harper in the game. Like, this, it's it, it's a good spot. Like, I think, you know, we can put together a nice quality lineup here. There's cheap, there's cheap pieces enough around the, the, this slate between pitching and hitting that we can put together this lineup. Definitely a spot where Philly could get off. Washington bats against Lorenzen. I mean, he's just he's he's a good pitcher. Um, if I was yeah. going to play anybody here, it'd probably be like C.J. Abrams. And I, I mean, he's been the guy that I've been targeting all year from this team. You know, so I mean, he's a guy that has thirty plus stolen bases on the season. He's hit up like ten or eleven home runs. But I mean, his he has plenty of upside here um, to get the job done. Yeah, I, I don't hate Abrams, but all in all, I think I think we see a similar. Uh, situation of what we saw in the no hitter, Steve, which is pretty much who Lorenzen is. Ground ball guy, not giving up a lot of hard contact, um, not to this team anyway. And um, you know, I think he, I think it's going to be ground ball out central with a, a strikeout or two here and there. I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. San Francisco at Atlanta. Let's talk about it. Eight and a half total. Braves a two twenty five yeah. favorite. Cobb and Strider. Facing off against each other, I mean, Alex Cobb, actually a, a pitcher for San Francisco that you could roster, uh, just not in this spot. <laughs> yeah, so, no. <laughs> uh, not, not, even, not, not even remotely thinking twice about playing Alex Cobb against Atlanta here today. Yeah, no, not doing it. Let's talk Spencer Strider. He's 12-7. Um, I mean, at that price, you need him to push like 35-plus. Uh, let's be honest. Like, to win a tournament with Strider – 
you need him to have like ceiling games at 20 or 12, seven. Like he, the Mets game last time out looked good. Um, Pittsburgh, he looked awful. He really hasn't had like that blow up game um, since the beginning of like July. This is the spot he could just go out and just absolutely dominate. Um, this is a high strikeout offense. They only have a couple power hitters in this lineup. Spencer Strider um, is in a phenomenal spot today. Yeah, and so, Stevie, the interesting thing is this should tell you the expectations we have with Strider. He pitched against the Mets. He had tw- he scored 27.6 fantasy points, and in our minds that wasn't enough because of the price. Seven innings, no earned runs, six strikeouts. Walk four guys, obviously, but um, at 12-7, I think, you know, this is the one pitch. It's like you kind of have to just play the upside game, right? This is the one pitcher on this slate that could bury you. He's he's one of one of the only pitchers on this one of the only Steve that could probably get you forty points with ease if he's really rolling, and so unless a cheap offense, or excuse me, or or the cheap pitching goes off and expensive offenses go off, and you have the right combination, it's going to be hard to beat forty fantasy points from a pitcher. I'm not saying he's getting forty; I'm saying it's possible, and so as a result, Strider's going in the pool against this team. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think he's the top pitching play on the slate if we're not considering price. I mean, obviously, yeah. price price is a thing. Um, and, you know, we obviously have to worry about price. He's 12-7. Um, but this is a spot. I mean, I'll be shocked. I, I assume his strikeout prop is going to be nine, nine and a half here. Um, Absolutely. Like, you don't have to be, think about it's it. Gonna be high. It's for sure going to be nine, nine and a half. No yeah, doubt about it. It's going to be a, it's going to be a big number. Um, and I mean, I, I don't know if I could really argue it not being a big number. So, um, giants bats. I mean, you can always target like one off power, you know, against Spencer Strider. Cause he does give up home runs. So like a Peterson, a Flores, a Conforto, I'm um, not getting too wild here and stacking, but I think if you wanted to take some shots on some of the one-off power bats, you can. Yeah, I get that. I'm probably going to fade this team today. Um, they, they don't see him a lot, so he should have the the upper hand here at home. Uh, I, I like I like his chances. I'm, I'm going to fade San Francisco. Um, Atlanta, I mean, very stackable. Again, they're expensive. You know, it's going to be really tough. If I haven't even tried to see if it's possible to get Atlanta with Strider um, in this spot. So, yeah, I mean, with with Albies being out, it makes the stack a little bit easier because Nicky Lopez is still only 3K. But he is, like, the chalk part of, like, the Atlanta stack right now. So I'm <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to find other options, Will. Um, oh, man. Chalky Nick Lopez does not, like, make me excited. I mean, it feels – it's interesting because so Stevie, so here's why this is interesting. I've been a bottom of the order Atlanta Braves investor all year, right? I've been selling people on it. Harris, Ozuna, Rosario, RC, been selling it hard. Well, now the sites have caught up. The bottom of the order is like 4K. Now Rosario's still 3,800. Ozuna's 4,400. Harris is up at the top now at 45. Like there's still ways to make it work, right? But Everybody wants to play Nicky Lopez if you as, as as you've already mentioned at 3K, but we weren't playing Harris at 3,800. I don't get it. Um, so I think I think Lopez is valuable. Um, if it but but if the ownership's too high, like there's really no need there's no need to play him, especially in single entry, right? Like you can just get different and just play Rosario, Ozuna, Arcia. Because I mean, people aren't playing Arcia and. He's been fine. Like he's 4K. He's been he's been getting hits galore. Uh at least in, in spots. Now in spots. Now recently he's been a little cold, but prior to that, I mean he's been he was on his own personal tear. Um Stevie, dare I say the big bats from Atlanta might not be talking today. It's a big slate anyway. Dare I say the Atlanta stat might not get the traction that we think. And if so, like, I want to load up on the big bets. If so, I, I want to find a way to do it. I don't think Coors is going to be ultra popular today. I mean, it's, I mean, very priced down overall. Um, we'll talk about that when we get there. I I do think Atlanta is going to be popular today. Um, I will say, like, 
Colorado gets Kopech in cores. I think that's a spot that, you know, a lot of people are going to jump on. Um, St. Louis gets a lefty. I think that's a really popular spot. Yeah, I, I think Atlanta is going to be popular, but I mean, I've been wrong on trying to project their ownership all year. Um, so um, I think that's it. Let's move on to Milwaukee at Texas. Milwaukee at Texas. Eight total in this game. Pick em game. Slight favorite to Texas. Heaney against Woodruff. Uh, any interest here in Brandon Woodruff at 10-9 going up against Texas? Stevie, I... I don't I don't know if I want to do that. Like so I've I've had a few hard fast rules this season. And Woodruff's been fine, like generally speaking, throughout over the season, right? It's not like he's a guy that just getting blown up. He's had some strikeouts. You know, he's been, been getting through innings. But and, and and whenever I'm burned, I'm burned, but I've had some strong hard rules. Don't target Washington, don't target Arizona. Don't target Atlanta. Don't target Texas. Don't target the Dodgers, right? It's like there's just a handful of teams. If you just don't do it, right, you're going to come out ahead. And Texas is one of those teams. And so I am I – don't, I don't think I can do Woodruff at 11 – basically 11,000. He's 10-9. Um, I think Texas has too much upside uh, for, for me, for me. To consider playing him at 11K, I, I don't feel like he has enough upside against this team. Um, if this was Detroit, I'd be all over it. Like, I'd probably like him more than Strider if this was Detroit or one of those teams or Seattle or Minnesota even. If it was one of those teams, Stevie, i like him more than Strider today. I can't consciously, with a good conscience, say I want to play Brandon Woodruff against the Texas Rangers at 10-9. Can't do it. Yeah, um, so my my thoughts on Woodruff, right, is he had a shoulder strain. He missed a lot of time. Um, Milwaukee is very much in the playoff hunt. I mean, they're still leading the NL Central right now. So um, my initial thought process is 10-9 for a guy that might be limited pitch-wise that they're going to be very careful with here. Yeah, they need him later, not now. Yeah, they need him for the playoff run. So yeah. Texas is a great offense. I mean, you nailed it, right? They're a top three WRC plus team. They strike out, um, I think, like 22%, which is below league average. So um, I just don't want to pay 10-9 for Woodruff in this spot. Uh, going to the other side of this game, I actually have a ton of interest in Andrew Heaney today. Um, it shouldn't shock anybody. I love left-handed pitching against Brewers. Uh, this is a spot that I've been targeting all year. Um so, yeah, I think this is an excellent spot to target the 27th WRC plus against left-handed pitch. And Heaney, there's nothing safe about Andrew Heaney, but he does have double-digit strikeout upside against um, the Milwaukee Brewers today. Yeah, the interesting spot for Heaney and Stephen, when we when we opened up this slate and we started poking around, to me, and I'm, I'm saying to me personally, it, feel, it felt like he was going to be that guy. Right, he was going to be kind of that under 8k guy that most people gravitated towards, and I, I can't argue with him. I think for good reason. Um, you know, he, he does have the upside. Like, I don't understand why JP France is more expensive than Heaney outside of the fact that you know he's facing Seattle and hasn't really been blown up too much. I mean, I get he's been consistently, I guess, getting 20 fantasy, 20 plus fantasy points, but. Uh, I still think Heaney has more more upside today. I, I I love the call. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy that has plenty of strikeout ability um, against righties. This lineup is, I mean, they're just so bad against left-handed pitching. So maybe a little bit better, but still not. I mean, still not great. So um, yeah, I love I love this spot for Andrew Heaney today. Uh, Milwaukee bats. I mean, maybe Contreras. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he can walk a guy and give up some bombs. I mean, yeah. I've seen him strike out 10 and give up back-to-back home runs. Like, it's it's definitely possible. Uh, I, I like Contreras. Um, you know, I don't ever – I'm not ever going to tell you to not play Willie Adamas in this spot. Um, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate – 
isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't hate those guys at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm probably up now, lefty, lefty. So, you know, if I played Heaney on like two of my three teams, I maybe mini stack Milwaukee or full stack them um, on the on the third team. But um, very, I, I think I'm going to be very invested in Andrew Heaney today instead of uh, the Milwaukee Bats. Uh, the Texas side of this game, I mean, Woodruff's a good pitcher. We're not sitting here trying to say like Brandon Woodruff's a bad pitcher. We're just saying that like. His pitch count might be a little limited. Um, it, Texas is a good offense. They're they're somewhat pricey. I think this is a spot with them facing an above average pitcher at these prices. I'll probably be underweight. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Like this, to me, this isn't like the other night. For for whatever reason, who were they facing the other night? And I actually liked them. Um, I can't remember who they were facing, but this isn't the same spot. Like you said, Woodruff is definitely a quality pitcher. Um, strong force meets the immovable object here. Um, I think they both limit each other's upside for a significant amount of, of innings. So unless Texas is gonna gonna key off after the six six inning or so, Stevie, it's probably just not worth it to invest in them at these prices. All right, we got Pittsburgh at Minnesota, eight and a half total in this game. Twins a two thirty five favorite. Uh, Pablo Lopez starting for Minnesota. It says it sounds like Andre Jackson is going to pitch here for Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know how much we'll really be able to see his how how deep he'll go. Um, he got in trouble last time out, only through seventy eight pitches. Um, they get, he got in trouble in the fourth inning and they yanked him with two outs. But uh, any interest here in Andre Jackson going up against Minnesota? Um. So so here's why this is. Because <laughs> Minnesota strikes out. Oh more. my gosh, Stevie! Like, listen, this Minnesota team just strikeouts galore. I think at this pitch, at this pitch count, Stevie, I've got to consider it. Like, if if it's mass multi-entry, he's going in. But I got to have some shares just in case, right? Like, what if he goes six innings, six strikeouts, because they just can't hit anything today? Gives up a run or two, like. <laughs> That's great. He's 5,100. He's he's going in the pool. Bottom line. He's going in the pool. Yeah. Um, I mean. If, if he gets if he gets 16 fantasy points, are you happy? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's a eh, big slate. Um, I don't know. I was kind of looking through his numbers a little bit. He has really decent swinging strike stuff. Um Problem is, like, in the majors, we really haven't seen him as a starter. Last time out was the first, like, start he's had. Um, now, he is a guy that, like, in 2022 started a bunch of games in AAA, but, like, the Dodgers were using him, like, strictly as a bullpen um, when he was up with the big league club this year and last year. And um, I will say, like, when he got traded to Pittsburgh, they used him um, in AAA as, like, a starter. He just really hasn't, like, pitched deep into a game like he started three times and then he's gone 10 and two thirds in those three starts like combined so five one if i mean he already showed like they already showed that they'll give him 80 pitches that's all i'm saying consistent 80 80 strikeouts i mean yeah i mean i don't hate the idea (coughs) 
in large field tournament stuff. I don't think this is like your single entry guy today, no. but no. I mean, when we're to be fair though, Will, like when we're looking at like the the slate as a whole, Strider's price. If you can find this somebody under like seven k, six k, um, it makes it really interesting. I think like it makes a lot of sense to potentially take a shot on him um, over all the other guys down here. Like I'm not playing Erasmo Ramirez, so oh no 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 no. So yeah, I mean overall, um, long story short, I, I think that he's very much in play today, depending on uh, what type of ownership he gets. Is everybody going to go Strider Jack Jackson because he's facing Minnesota? No, I don't think so. So like, I, I don't think the owner sentiment is going to be on Jackson like we are. Like there's still novices that play MLB DFS just to have something to do. I I, I don't see them playing Andre Jackson and Strider. Um, Pablo Lopez ten six really kind of priced up here, but he's been pitching great here recently. Gets a good matchup yeah. against Pittsburgh. Um, a potential pivot off of Strider. I think Lopez is very much in play. Like Lopez can score 30. And if Strider doesn't have like that huge ceiling game and he scores 30, Lopez is going to, you know, obviously be way more efficient at, you know, his price tag compared to the price tag of, um, sensor Strider. So, um, what are your thoughts here on Pablo Lopez? Yeah, that's what I was going to mention, Stevie. Like, I don't, I don't want to play, uh, Woodruff because the price, the matchup, Pablo, like he's earned his price really this season. Like he's had multiple 30-point games, has been a consistent pretty much Stevie seven to eight strikeout guy almost every game, like consistently. Let's say six to eight just to be safe, right? Six to eight strikeouts almost every game. If he limits the runs today, doesn't, doesn't give up a bunch of runs and can pick up those strikeouts, at the end of the day, Steve, he's probably somewhere between 26 and 30 fantasy points with upside for 30 to 35, depending on how many strikeouts he can get or how deep he can go. If he goes seven, you know, picks up eight strikeouts, doesn't give up any runs, like he, he's hitting 30 fantasy points. So I, I think Pablo Lopez is definitely going in the pool today. Like I, I, I just take out Woodruff altogether. And I, I increase my Pablo exposure. That's that's how, how, how I play this league. Uh, let's talk bats in this one. We'll start here with the Pittsburgh side. Any interest in Pittsburgh against Lopez? No. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, Minnesota. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't you go know. ahead. I, I've got a viewpoint on this. You probably already know what it is. We've been around each other a long time. So, well, here's here's what I'm gonna say. Right. My my thing is like if Jackson starts getting ownership on this slate, I think you could leverage stack Minnesota. Um, you close your eyes, you don't check the box score until the game's over, and just hope that like it works out. For me, I think I'm gonna get some anyway. Like I so when guys kind of are in this weird transition of not necessarily a call up. I, I always try to get at least a couple stacks against like a new call up just in case. You just never know, right? Could be generally just nervous, gives up some bombs. Like he's in a sense new to like this full starter role here recently, at least with this new team. I think I get a couple of Minnesota stacks, and I'm not saying a ton, Stevie, but enough because of the, these prices. Kepler at 3,300, man, still cheap. Uh, Gallo's cheap, Walner's cheap, Luplo's cheap. Like this team, Polanco forty six hundred and Correa at uh at forty five are the expensive guys, and Correa may not even play. So I, I just I I think this team is too cheap to not take a shot uh, on a pitcher that could give up some runs. I'm not saying he will. I absolutely want to attack this team with Mister Jackson, but I do still think having a few a few shares of them in stacks is still beneficial because of the prices in this spot. All right, we're heading to Houston, Seattle at Houston, eight and a half total in this game. The Astros are 150 favorites. We got France against Miller. Uh, any interest here in Bryce Miller? No. Yeah, I mean, Houston, I mean, they're definitely way Ooh. healthier than they were a month ago. They've been hitting so, so well. And, and, yeah. and they're not, it's not like they're rattling off 10 runs, Steve. But like, you can count on Houston for five to six 
every game now, kind of like the old days. They're just going to make sure they score. It's it's insane. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to close the gap on the Rangers, but the Rangers keep winning. Seattle keeps winning. <laughs> this It's still, like, too early to say, hey, this slate or this uh, series is a huge, like, playoff slate. But, I mean, this race in the AL West is super close. So, yeah. Yeah. Um. Definitely. Definitely. Some meaningful games here. I don't. I don't want to play Bryce Miller. I like the overall talent. I think he is someone we'll be talking about for years. Just not the right spot for him today. Yeah. Uh, JP France on the other side of this game. I like targeting Houston or not Houston. I like targeting Seattle with like high strikeout guys that can really kind of attack this lineup. That that's the type of pitcher that I feel very confident in playing against Seattle. And J.P. France is a 17.5% K rate guy. He's not going to go out there and, you know, generate a lot of swinging strikes. I think his swinging strike rate is still under 10% on the season. So I think he could go out and throw five, six, seven clean innings. Um, but I mean, there's, a, there's a lot of power here, and I just don't see the ceiling. Yeah, so that's the thing, Stevie. Like, France has been landing between, let's call it, 18 to 22 fantasy points most games. Uh, I can almost assure you his, his his strikeout line is going to be five and a half tomorrow, at least early on. They'll probably drop to five. I will be taking unders. I'm just handing that one out now. He comes out at five and a half. Even though it's Seattle, I'm pushing that under. I'm pushing that under or less than. Um, and in DFS, Steve, if he was 7K today, like he was against Cleveland, like he, you know, like he was against the Yankees, I'm in. Like at at seven K, Stevie, I'm legit in on JP France today. He's eighty seven hundred. I I can't I, I can't do it. Entice us, entice us with some pricing, and I don't think they entice us enough with JP France's price. Um, watching, so I've been watching SRX racing. Um, yeah, as we're recording, and man, it is. <laughs> It's wild tonight. Um, this is really cool to watch. But anyway, sorry. so my, my so my screen's over here, and I I can't I have to turn it off because if not I'll be too into it. So mine is just off. Pro move is to have your TV right there. <laughs> yeah, so up see? hanging, easy see. <laughs> well, so I guess I could do that. The way my office is set up, though, like Gerilyn's got her awards on this wall. I know you guys can't see it, but like that's the yeah. wall in front of me. And then she, we've got stuff on this wall and, and stuff like outside of the my screen here. And I've got my stuff over there too, like some of my live final stuff, my accomplishments. You know what I mean? And so it's like <laughs> the the easiest spot for the TV was like to my left. And I know anybody can't see it, but it's just how it worked out. Yeah. All right. Uh, any interest in the Seattle bats in this spot? Uh, one-offs. Now, I don't want to. I don't want to ignore what France has been able to do in terms of limiting power. Uh, when I say limiting power, I'm saying limiting the runs. Uh, he has been able to do that tremendously. Uh, but I don't. I don't hate one-offs of these power bats. Julio, Cal Riley. You know, Cal Riley strikes out a ton. Julio does as well. Um, I, I just. I, I don't hate those power bats. Yeah, I mean the power power one offs. Um, where is where I would be targeting here? Power one offs. Yep. Houston, same thing. Power one offs. Um, I don't want to pick on either one of these pitchers for what it's worth, but I, I feel like if you end up on like a Kyle Tucker, or Jordan Alvarez, um, type of play, no one should tell you no when you're looking at like top end elite power, like um, yeah. Jordan Alvarez. Yeah, for sure. I'm probably a little bit closer to a three-man on Houston than strictly one-offs um, just because, man, they just, they just find ways to beat you. And, and it's – so here's how this guy, I think this game goes, Stevie. Um, they get through the first inning, they probably won't have any, any, any runs. Like, Miller's going to pitch fine. When they come around the second time, though, they've just gathered so much information. I think that's where they get to them. Um, so I, I don't hate these little three mans. Mets and Cardinals, no total yes. in this game. It sounds like Luke AC is going to get called up and pitch in this game. Um, welcome back. Uh, Zach Thompson pitching for the Cardinals. 
in this one. Um, we'll start with Luke C. I'm guessing you're with me here. No interest in Luke C. Negativo. Yeah, love the Cardinals today. Um, any interest in Zach Thompson? I mean, he's not really pitched deep. They did extend him about 13 pitches last time out. Um, I mean, they need him. I mean, Wainwright is not doing great, and Steven Match just got hurt. Um, any interest in Thompson here at 5,600? So I, I kind of have him in the same category as Jackson, Stevie. Like large field stuff, I think you take a shot. Like we saw, we saw the pitch increase. It seems to me, Stevie, that he lands between eighty and eighty-five today on this slate. That's what it seems like. Now, I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm just basing it off the small jumping pitches. Colorado sixty pitches, Kansas City seventy-three pitches. Feels like eighty to eighty-five to me in this spot. I, I'm in. Yeah. Um, Large field I, stuff, though, not single entry. Yeah, I mean, there's not a ton of power um, in this lineup outside of, like, Alonzo and Lindor against left-handed pitching. So I think if you wanted to take some shots on Thompson, he's shown some strikeout ability. Um, even when he was working uh, as a reliever and out of the bullpen, he had good strikeout stuff. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, I think that – I think that – He's very, very much in play at 5,600. Uh, again, like we're, we're searching for some value to pair with Spencer Strider, and we're going to take some shots. And Zach Thompson, if you're playing large field tournaments, I think if you're playing like a 20-inch max, I would probably get to these guys um, in a 20-inch max today. Uh, let's talk bats. Any interest in the Mets bats here? Uh, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't hate a one-off Alonzo. Um, you know, I don't maybe hit a one-off Vogelbach, but I, I'm not I'm not rushing to stack the Mets. Yeah, Alonzo one-off Lindor, like those would be the two guys that I would take some shots on here. Um, maybe Alvarez. Yep, uh, Alvarez, absolutely, yes, at catcher, yes. And I guess like I should say like if Danny Mendick draws a good lineup spot, he's cheap, and you can play him at second base. Um, the Cardinals, I think they're one of the top stacks on the slate today. Luke KC, <laughs> anything but good. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a guy that has just struggled massively. He got sent down because of his struggles. Um, I love the, the Cardinals righties in this spot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this, this is a big spot for them, Stevie, like Goldschmidt, um, Arenado, and then, you know, but my boy Tommy Edmond, like he's actually my favorite hitter from this team. I like Edmond today. Like, and Edmond might Edmund might lead off with the lefty. He actually might. It's possible. Um, we'll see. But Tommy Tommy Edmond feels like a home run call today. So I, I like him a ton. All right, let's go to Coors, and we know how much you love Coors. We got the White Sox and the Rockies. Eleven and a half total. Pick them game. <laughs> Kopech and Peter Lambert facing off against each other here. Um, Michael Kopech. Any interest? Stevie, over under, we have a pitcher's duel in this game. <laughs> well, okay. I'm just going to – I'm going to go out on a limb really quick and just say – I'm just going to – I'm going to go out on a limb and say this right here. It would not shock me if Michael Kopech dominates the Rockies today. It, it wouldn't shock me if Lambert dominated the White Sox. I mean, weird things are just happening with these two teams, Steve. Like it's so the White Sox are the most impossible team to figure out this season. It's, it's, so, like they went through this. So, who, who they just faced, right? Who, who were they facing? Was it Milwaukee? Yeah, Milwaukee. No, Cubs. The White Sox just played the Cubs. No, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Massive, windy game in Wrigley, and I think it was like three to two or something. I mean, just I'm like, what? What is this? But no, no. But I think it was the Cubs, Stevie. I mean, the, the Milwaukee Brewers, Stevie, because I think they or they end up facing some good pitchers, and we were thinking, oh yeah, quintessential White Sox. They're gonna flop and just get destroyed, and they just scored runs on everybody in that series, like. Every pitcher didn't matter. All, good, bad, ugly. Um, I'm saying all that to say 
I, I can't play Kopech even against this bad team. And I'm also saying it would not, not shock me if he had 10 strikeouts. <laughs> like, <laughs> at all. Yeah. Uh, if he's going to be like 5% owned and you're playing like 150 in <laughs> the max, I throw, I throw a handful. I throw I throw a handful. Um if you're playing 150 entry max, I'll throw a handful. Um Lambert on the other side of this game, White Sox are bad too. I mean this I mean these are just two atrocious lineups right now. Um I mean there's some talent in the White Sox lineup, so I don't really have a ton of interest in Lambert where I don't know where the talent is in the Rockies lineup. Maybe I mean there's a few guys, don't get me wrong, but um yeah, Peter Lambert, low strikeout guy. Yeah, this isn't a guy that I want to play in course. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you guys know my thoughts on course. I don't really worry about course, but the prices aren't expensive. Like, I I, I totally understand targeting this game today. And uh, but yes, yeah, Stevie, I you know I'm going to fade this game, but I, I am going to talk through it with you. Yeah, I mean, on the White Sox side, Jimenez is banged up. Um, Anderson suspension starts today so five games starting today so he'll be out of the lineup as well um obviously i think robert is in a fantastic spot and you're gonna get a lot of value on the white Sox just overall um there's gonna be a lot of cheap bats in the lineup today my favorite would probably be gavin sheets at 3k i mean this is a guy that has oh, yeah. pop um you can play him in the outfield so i'm i'm definitely interested in the white Sox, and i mean they're gonna we might have like a 2k hitter um, in cores, hitting in a decent lineup spot against Lambert. Yeah. My question with the White Sox is how long before the, you, they lose all of this young talent? Feels like it's coming soon. Uh, could be wrong, though. But um, I, I don't I don't hate the White Sox today. See, once again, you know, I just I, – I try to fade cores, but I might actually need to change that stance just because, as you mentioned earlier, they might not even be – I think the White Sox get more ownership – than the Rockies, which is typical when teams go to Coors anyway. Um, if the ownership's there, I'm probably absolutely going to just continue to fade. If it's not, though, Stevie, I might be slightly interested, especially in some of these pieces, Andrus, Robert, you know, etc. Sosa should get the call-up for Anderson today. Um, I don't know if it's happened yet or not. He has been fantastic in AAA this year. He just – he hasn't – it hasn't translated to the bigs yet. Um he, he's a talented prospect. So, like, if he's in the lineup, 2K second baseman in course against Lambert, uh, sign me up. Yeah. Uh, Rockies against Kopech, it's a stack spot. I mean, you could one off the Rockies, but why would you one off a chalky offense? Um, the tournament I took down the other day was cores. I just fully stacked cores. It was a 5 3 core stack. I, I could see myself 5 3 stacking this game, but yeah, I have a ton of interest in the Rockies. Kopech. When he's off, he's terrible. Um, and, I mean, he's really been off all year, let's be honest. Yeah. He really hasn't had a great year. So, um, very – I feel about him and this. He's been hurt all season. I know, but, like, Kopech, <laughs> he walks so many people. And, like, you walk one, two, three guys in cores, those gaps, man. Um, yeah, I have a ton of interest in the Rockies today. Yep, love it. Love the call. All right, Tampa Bay at L.A., Taking on the Angels, nine and a half total pick em game. Ramirez and Anderson facing off against each other. Erasmo Ramirez is a pick em game against the Angels. That is crazy. Um, any interest in Erasmo Ramirez? Uh, let me think about that, Stevie. Answer's no. All right. Well, I thought we were going to get like the Will <laughs> Priester very fast. No. I want to switch it up a little bit. All right, well, I'm not switching it up. No interest. Tyler Anderson on the other side of this game. I mean, he's been struggling recently. He he has some strikeout up, like ability and strikeout upside. The Rays are not as good as they were at the beginning of the season by any means. Um, they're still, I mean, they're still a top four WRC plus team. What are your thoughts here on Tyler Anderson? Not none. Not playing him. See, that was a much fat. See, I was like, all right, change it up here. <laughs> I, I can get, I get a swig of water in real quick. And he's like, nah, nah this guy, not playing him. All right. Um, Tampa Bats, any interest in Tampa here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I uh, I, I love the, the Tampa Bats here. 
No, Derek, this is not going to jinx it. Thanks, Derek, for your wonderful <laughs> comment. Uh, but yeah, I, I love Tampa here. I think this is why even, you know, I know they've, they've lost one of their, their best hitters. They've even pulled him out of the player pool, Steve. So I guess they know he's not, he's not playing anymore. Uh, super, super weird. But um, yeah, I, I, I want to set this team. Yanny Diaz is, is definitely a guy on my list. He's 5,200. Don't care. Uh, we've got a Rosarina at 5,500. Don't care. You know, I, we, we definitely want to get some of these pieces in. Paredes, Brandon Lau, I think I think we stack this team against Tyler Anderson. Lefty, lefty, righty, righty, lefty doesn't matter to me. He's he's this season been giving it up, and I think this team can get to him yet again. Yeah, um, any of the right handed hitters that crack the lineup, um, man, I am so interested in the Angels today. I'm not a, a Rasmo Ramirez guy. Um, I mean, you. you <laughs> The thing is, right, you're not just playing against Rasmo Ramirez. You're playing against one of the best bullpens in baseball. Um, and they they will go to the bullpen very fast. Um, Erasmo Ramirez isn't fully stretched out anyway. This is going to be like a opener situation. Like, he's going to open and throw one to three innings. Yeah, um, that's what I was saying. Three, three is his top out. Yeah. So you're not just stacking against him; you're stacking against like good top end pit or top end bullpen arms if the game's close. So, ah, man, I'm interested because Erasmus Rear is a pitch contact guy. Um, I think if you wanted to go like top heavy with like Otani, Moniak, um, and then like throw in like maybe like a CJ Crone and hope you just you get that first inning super explosion and you get the bad part of Tampa's bullpen, um, that could be viable here. Yeah, for sure. Um, once again, I mean, no need to not play Mr. Otani. I know Maniac's been, been striking out a ton, man, but I still think he's he's got some he, – I've got some interest in this spot. Um, you know, you, you talked about C.J. Crone at 4K. Like, I, I think this team's cheap enough to take some shots. I mean, in three innings, they could do some damage, Stevie. Like, if, if, if they can rock him in three innings, they give up five runs. You got to think the main guys are probably contributing to it. So, uh, I, I like the Angels here in this spot. Um, try to get to Ramirez early. All right, we got Baltimore at Oakland. Eight and a half total in this game. Orioles a one eighty-five favorite. Gibson and Medina facing off against each other. Kyle Gibson eighty-two hundred going up against Oakland. Oakland has been somewhat better here recently. Um, but with that said, I mean, Kyle Gibson's price is actually kind of nice um, going up against Oakland. So we talked about a lot of pricing being off today. I feel like this is a super fair price on Kyle Gibson um, going into Oakland. Yeah, absolutely fair. And he's also coming off laying a staker against Seattle. So hopefully people have some recency bias to say, man, nah, I can't do it with Gibson. This is still like this is no pitcher's going to get through a season unscathed. So if we're going to take them, we just have to keep taking pitchers in the good spots. I still think this is a good spot for Kyle Gibson at 8,200. Stevie, I think Gibson can get us 20 to 25 fantasy points with upside for, let's call it 27. Let's call it 27. So at 8,200, I think this is a respectable price against a, you know, a young team that's nowhere near arrived yet. I, I like the price at 8,200. He goes to the pool. Yeah, very much in play. Um, I'm I'm not touching Medina on the other side of this game. Um, no. I have a lot of respect for the Baltimore lineup. Yeah, absolutely. Same here. Uh, let's talk Baltimore bats. What are your thoughts here on Baltimore? Oh, we lost Will again. Um, so, I mean, Medina. Oh, he's back. Oh, he's not back. Is he back? Guess who's back? Oh, nope. All right, we lost Will again. Looking at um oh, I'm there you go. Trying to figure that out right now. Like I'm looking at my... Oh, all right. <laughs> he we need the we need the righty. Give me the righty. Um Medina is a guy that definitely struggles more with lefties. He strikes out righties at a little bit higher clip. Um his woba much higher against lefties. He walks a ton of guys. So, while looking at Baltimore, I think like 
Santander, Henderson, Rutschman, Mullins um, would be like the main targets here. I think Baltimore, probably a team I'd use more as a secondary stack, but I don't mind like a Baltimore 4-4 type of stack with somebody else either. Um, so I think they're very stackable here today against Medina. Will's shaking his head. Um, we don't need the righty. He's back. Yeah, no, no righty needed. I am I'm back. I can always tell when it's when it's good and when it's not. I do get a little like, you know, uh notification for the Wi-Fi or something's acting up and I'm hardwired in, so I don't know why, but either way, uh, I just like this team with Cedric Mullins back, Steve. I think it it opens it up for them. Like Adley doesn't have to lead off. Like you get a guy that can kind of set the table, get a steal, somebody can drive him in. So I, I like this team with a full state. Mullen, Santander, uh, Rutschman, you know, you still got um, Henderson there. This is just – I think this team could be a really good good stack spot against Medina today. Uh, Oakland Bats against Gibson, any interest here? Well, you know, I'll – the days on the IL now, so that just leaves kind of Brown and a couple other guys. I'm just I, – I don't know if I need Oakland today. Yeah, I think, like, if, if Gibson gets a lot of ownership, you can make, like, a leverage stack. Arizona at San Diego, eight and a half total in this game. Padres a 185 favorite. Um, Lugo against Fat. Um, any interest here in Fiat? No. Yeah, tough matchup against San Diego. He just faced them last time out, too. Um, so very, very recent start against them, which kind of stinks. He gave up nine hits, kind of ran good on the Babbitt side of that game. Uh, had some strikeouts to get him out of some jams as well. But, yeah, I am not. I don't think I'm touching him today. I like Seth Lugo. I don't like Seth Lugo against Arizona, though. Um, this lineup continues to be a really solid lineup. And, I mean, they're still top 15 in baseball strikeout rates and WRC plus against right pitching. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you hundred uh, percent. Just not the right day to get on the Lugo train. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't mind playing him, but not today. Let's play. Uh, let's talk Arizona bats. Uh, what are your thoughts here? I mean, the main guys, I don't hate Cor- uh, Carol. I don't hate Marte. My boy Perdomo is back at the bottom of the lineup at 4,100, who I'm sure plenty of people don't want to play now, but I don't mind it. Um, you know, he can set the table from the bottom and uh, be able to pick up some runs, hopefully. So I, I like that little kind of wraparound stack with him. I, I definitely think it, it opens it up uh, for you to be able to play this team. San Diego bats here. I mean, they're expensive. I think if I'm playing San Diego, it'd probably be like full stacks. Um, yeah, they're. I mean, they're just so pricey. Like, who are you one off in Cronenworth? I mean, yeah, he, he's forty two hundred. I mean, he's kind of. Yeah, Cronenworth, Grisham. I think are, are the guys that. Those are kind of like the bottom of the order Braves guys that we've been playing, um, and then you kind of just fuse that into the other guys. Xander's forty seven hundred. So he's not crazy expensive right now either, uh, where he's been, you know, 5K for certain parts of the season. So uh, I, I still like this stack against Fat. I think they can I think they can score a couple runs if, uh, if the bats are, are, are hitting together well. All right, we're finishing it out. We got Miami Adelaide taking on the Dodgers. Eight and a half total. The Dodgers are 140 favorite. Alcantara against Gonsolin. Uh, any interest here in Sandy Alcantara? No. And he's been pitching way better, but I'm not doing it against the Dodgers. Just not right. doing it. 9 6 against the Dodgers. Like on, on the road, too. Yeah, like 7,500 against the Dodgers. And like we're having a serious conversation about this because of the pitching on the slate. But I mean, you're this is basically saying, hey, you know, full price for Alcantara in a matchup against the Dodgers on the road. Um, I'm going to be out. I don't know if I'd sack the Dodgers today. We'll talk about it in a second, but um, Gonzalez on the other side of this game, I mean, still in that like 85 to 90 pitch range, most starts uh, any interest in him in this spot. 
No, not not 8K. I I mean, I know he pitched well against Colorado. That's Colorado, Steve. Like uh, generally speaking, he hasn't been pitching well against anybody. So, and Miami's been they're not a really bad team anymore. They just strike out a they got a couple guys or a handful of guys that strike out a lot. They got another handful of guys that don't strike out hardly all, at all. So I, I'm I'm not playing Tony Gonson. Let's talk bats in this game. It's an interesting game for bats. Um, Miami, any interest here? Uh, so here's the thing. I think you can play Miami today, Stevie. Like I don't hate Jazz. I, I don't hate Sanchez, De La Cruz, you know, uh, Arias is back under 5K, Solaire, like, Bell is there now, and he's helped us. He's been helping this team, Stevie. I like Miami just in an interesting spot where they've got a couple guys that are, are expensive, but then they've got this other handful that's not, and it just kind of works. I think we can target them against Gonson. I'm not saying Gonson is going to give up six runs today but what i am seeing is i think there's a chance that miami could put up some nice fantasy scores maybe i don't go all the way deep i don't go deep to a five man but i do think three mans to four mans i think i think miami's okay today so i love this spot for solaire like gonsolin is a guy that has some reverse splits a lot of hard contact a lot of power a lot of fly balls to right-handed hitters Miami on the road. Uh, we know if a lefty comes in out of the bullpen, Solaire gets a bump there. But this guy's been hitting the ball hard here recently. I like Solaire a lot in this spot as a one-off. I don't know if I'd stack Miami, but definitely interested in Solaire. Uh, Dodgers, for me, it's a stack or fade spot. Uh, they're facing a good pitcher. He's He struggles a little bit more on the road. But like you said, he's been pitching a lot better recently. Um, any interest here in the Dodgers bats? Uh Plenty. <laughs> uh, I, I think that when we're looking at uh, Alcantara today, once again, Dodgers midnight hammer coming in. I think we're if we're game log watching Sandy, we're saying, oh, it looks like he's gotten better. Um, you know, and did, and did pitch okay at Texas, Stevie. But by okay, what we're saying is he didn't give up as many runs as maybe he got hit. He, he, well, no, he did give up five runs. But he had seven strikeouts, which negated that six hits. Though, uh, same thing for St. Louis gave up a gave up a fair amount. I, I think we see something similar here. I like the Dodger stack; they're expensive. People aren't going to want to play them, but you know, Freddie Freeman still rolling, still going strong. We've got Muncie at forty nine hundred, who does strike out a little bit, but at forty nine hundred, I'm willing to do it. You know, we've already talked about these cheaper guys, Peralta. And uh, and hey, what we talk about them a lot. I'm in on those guys. I just I just I think we can stack the Dodgers late night hammer uh, against a pitcher that has historically struggled on the road, and I think hasn't been pitching as well as it looks on paper. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here for the weekend. Hey, there's NASCAR this weekend. If you are interested in that. We got the premium NASCAR package here at Rotogrinders, rotogrinders.com slash premium slash NASCAR. We're going road course racing again this week. We got Daytona next week. A very exciting time for NASCAR with two weeks, two weeks left in the regular season before the playoffs get started. So uh, under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today, Will? Yeah, I think we got a, some options today, Steve. We got some options uh, for me. I'm going to go off the beaten path today. Uh, give me Jackson at 5,100 facing Minnesota. All right. I am going to go with my boy, Andrew Heaney. Really like Heaney today. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Uh, I think we got some options there as well. Give me Sandy Alcantara. I am going to say – I'm going to say Woodruff against Texas. I like it. Over 4K to hit a home run, not in cores. Who's going yard today? Give me Tommy Edmond. I talked about him earlier, 4,100. I like him today. I'm going to go Paul Goldschmidt. Who? I like the spot for Goldie today. 
Yeah. Under 4K to get two hits. Who's the cheap bat that you like today? This is my tough one. I had a lot of guys. I think I'm going to go homer today. Give me Eddie Rosario, 3,800. You not no Nick Lopez? No, not sticky Nicky today. <laughs> Listen, I, I just want to make sure, um, you know, if you want to take him. But give me give me Contreras from St. Louis. I'm very, very invested in St. Louis today in the game. Uh, stack to score, six or more runs. Who do you got? Give me... Give me Baltimore. I like Baltimore against Oakland today. I like that call. Um, no issues with that call whatsoever. Uh, instead of sticking to a full-on <laughs> St. Louis game, um, I don't know. I just have a I have a good feeling today um, about this. Give me Tampa Bay. I like it. Will. It's the weekend, my friend. It um, is. Any final thoughts before I see you back here on Sunday night to record another one of these? Nah, man. Enjoy your NASCAR. Get as much rest as you can. And uh, see you tomorrow. Take your pick at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. No longer in the a.m. Show has been moved to semi-prime time. Oh, ton of projections and stuff out by that time. So make sure you guys are... Checking that out, you know Will's going to be bringing the goods. If you are not in the Discord, get in the Discord. The Chop Shop or Prop Shop is absolutely fire every single day. I've been dabbling in the MLB channel. Um, if you didn't know, the NFL, MLB, Golf, NBA, all of our channels except for NASCAR and Cardi's channels, Blender's channel, and Grant's channel um, are free. So if you want to get in on the discord now's the time there's always discussions going on over there so get in the discord we're gonna wrap it up here for friday have a fantastic weekend we'll be back here monday talking more baseball good luck everyone we'll see you then